Hey guys, and welcome back to The Basic Witch. I'm pretty sure we're on episode 19, but I could be completely wrong, so I'm just gonna say episode something for now until I figure out what fucking episode we're on. And oh look, 11 seconds in, I've already dropped the F-bomb, so we're right on track. No, today's episode is gonna be about intro to tarot reading and cards and all that good stuff. So, um, where, I'm at, where I live in Indiana, we have a festival every year this weekend it used to be called the Potawatomi festival and now it's called heritage days as a kid growing up I loved the Potawatomi festival it was so wonderful everyone in town got together went downtown the streets were full of vendors we had things going on at the riverfront booths set up it's kind of like a giant flea market but it was really fucking cool and I remember as a kid just being like the most amazing weekend ever in town and there's just giant food booths and music and all kinds of fun shit and it's been a part of any Attica person's life for many years well about eight years ago maybe maybe more than that maybe let's just say 10 years because I'm not 100% sure but anyway the people who were on the committee for the Potawatomi festival basically stole a bunch of money from everyone and then moved to a whole different place and they took the festival with them even though it's been Attica tradition for years so kind of a dick move but the citizens of Attica came back together and formed the Heritage Days so it's really cool it's not as big as it used to be but it's growing and I'm really excited because Cassie the basic witch will be doing tarot readings there this weekend which I'm super fucking pumped for I do uh, tarot readings out of my house a lot. I do have people stop by all the time for tarot readings. I've gotten so many uh, messages for people scheduling appointments to come so I can read their future for them and answer questions. It's like, it's so hard to keep track of everything right now. So I'm pretty pumped for all of this, but it got me thinking about tarot and I really do get a lot of messages asking for help or to help people get started with tarot, teach them tarot, like all different things. So I thought, you know what, let's just do it together. We will do an intro to tarot today. I'm sure there's going to be episode, like part two and part three to all this, because tarot is not something you just pick up overnight and learn. But please don't take this as this episode is it and you're on your own. If you have questions or need help, please message me. You can always reach out to me. You guys know. Sometimes it does take me, you know, like a, a day or something to get back with you just because there are so many messages, but I get back to everybody. So, all right, let's go ahead and get my cheesy little ad out of the way, and then we will dive into Intro to Tarot. So here's my little ad. And we're back. It was a little more dramatic, but I'm going to keep working on it. Okay, so we're talking about tarot readings and learning cards and all that good stuff. So the question I get asked the absolute most is can I buy my first tarot deck or does it have to be gifted to me so there's controversy over that whole question because a lot of witches will say not to buy your first deck that it's bad luck you have to have it gifted to you and blah 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 I completely a hundred thousand percent understand that but also I believe that bad luck only has power if you give it power so if you feel drawn to a deck fucking buy it if you don't want to take that chance because of bad luck but you are drawn to a deck you give someone else the cash and say will you tech will you buy this for me here's the money will you pay for it for me so technically you're 
you didn't buy your own first deck. I mean, it's just so many different things. My first deck was given to me when I was probably, fuck, like 12. I got it as a Christmas gift. Uh, it was kind of weird, actually, because I didn't even ask for it. It's just like my family just kind of knew that I would love it. So I got it, and I wasn't drawn to it, though, was the thing. So I just kind of didn't really fuck with it a whole lot. I mean, it did, but I didn't. I just couldn't get into it because I didn't have that draw and that passion. But fast forward, you know, I had the thing for years or whatever. And then fast forward, and I actually was really drawn to a deck, and I gave... Uh, someone money and had them buy it for me so technically I did not buy my first deck but I still picked out my first deck that I that I stuck with and used and I want to tell you guys out of all the decks that I've ever messed with or had or looked at or anything like that the wild unknown tarot deck by Kim Kranz I think it's K-R-A-N-S I think is my all-time favorite and I'm going to tell you guys why before we jump into actually all the you know technical shit of it all it comes with a book and this book is like 200 pages of information more than 200 actually it literally tells you everything you need to know to start with tarot the cards have amazing illustrations on them that are easy to link to the card meanings and so forth and so on so back in one of the very early episodes we discussed the difference between tarot cards and oracle cards so Tarot cards are pretty much the same across the board. Um, yes, there are different deck types and styles. Like, um, I had a tattoo art deck and I've had gypsy deck. I mean, literally, I've had all kinds. But for the most part, every card is the same, has the same meaning no matter what deck that you have. So, um, for instance, like, you know, the Eight of Cups is always stagnation, ill health. I mean, and, and your deck may word it a little different, but it's all going to have the same meaning, basically, uh, when it's all said and done. Now, Oracle cards are completely different. Like I said, they are um, totally different. Each deck is completely different from any other deck, and they all just have a one-word meaning on them. So, uh, some people are drawn more to Oracle cards. Some are drawn more to tarot. I do both. Um, I, tarot is the one that I always, that's my go-to, but I do Oracle cards as well. So you can absolutely do both. Um, the cool thing with Oracle cards is you don't have to remember every one of the cards because the fucking word and meaning is right on the card. So there's that. But I really do suggest if you're just starting out and you are looking for a deck to start with, I highly, highly, highly recommend the Wild Unknown. It's amazing. The book is amazing that comes with it. It was just another, uh, what I want to say, another reaffirmation. That's not even the right word, but it's basically just another sign that um, I was, you know, I bought this for a reason. Like I was drawn to it for a reason. So there's that. But let's dig into Tarot. So there are 78 cards in the tarot deck there are, and we'll get to all those like all the info for those here in a second but you're, we're gonna start from the beginning you're gonna go buy your deck or somebody's gonna gift it to you if you are picking out your own deck make it something you're drawn to i mean honestly because if you're not drawn to it, you're not going to fuck with it. I mean, you're really not. You could push yourself and everything, but you're just not going to feel connected with it if you don't have that 
that feel. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I got a deck for Christmas this year, this past Christmas from my mom. And I actually like pointed it out thinking, oh, hey, you know, I that one's cool. Because I had to list like a bunch of different things that I wanted. And because, um, you know, my mom, she'd just rather us have, you know, give her some ideas and stuff. And I just wasn't drawn to it. Like, I don't know why. I really thought I would be because it was tattoos and I've got a shit ton of them and I love tattoos, but I just was not drawn to it. Like for anything. And I actually ended up with two of these decks. So one was added into the, uh, the new one was, or was added into the giveaway that we did a couple months back, but I just didn't feel that deck. I just, no matter what I did, how hard I tried to, to, uh, connect with it, it just did not work. So that brings me to my next point. You've got your deck. You are drawn to it. You're ready to go. Now, when you get that deck, sleep with it. And you may think I'm fucking crazy, but I'm not. I promise you. I put mine under my pillow, which I do sleep with like 25,000 pillows, so I didn't feel it. But um, I slept with it and connected with it and had a bond. It was really weird because it really made a huge difference sleeping with it. It was crazy. Also, storage of tarot cards. This I get asked this all the time. I wrap mine in a red cloth and people are like, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why, you know, why blah, blah. I was always told that you wrap your tarot cards in a cloth and you wrap them in a cloth coordinating with whatever color that you're drawn to or you know you have stuff going on so love is extremely important to me love is one of the most important things in my life my family my friends children you know husband and kids obviously come you know first with that but uh love is just something i've been hugely drawn to for many many years so red is the cloth that i wrap my tarot cards in you don't have to do this. This is just something I do. It's just a suggestion that I have. Um, I know a few other witches do that. We've talked about it before. So that is how I store mine. Tarot can be an amazing tool to tell the future, to tell situation, get answers for anything, but it can be incredibly overwhelming. So please, please, please do not let yourself get overwhelmed. Take a deep breath. Relax, calm down, and just take it slowly. Baby steps with it. If you try to dive in and do it all in one day and do a full reading the next day for someone, you're going to like have a meltdown. I promise you, you will. So please, please just take it slow. And by doing a reading for someone else the next day and have a meltdown, I mean like trying to do like a professional reading the next day. Please read for your family and friends. You know, practice wherever you can. But just don't get overwhelmed, okay? All right, so we're learning our, we're bonding with our deck, we're sleeping with it, we got to wrap. Some people do an interview with their deck to kind of see, you know, what kind of things they're going to get out of it. And we'll get with that in part two. I just today kind of want to cover more basic situations while we're talking tarot. So as I said, there are 78 cards in the tarot deck. There are 22 of the major arcana, which is like the, uh, strength and the world the star the emperor the empress the hermit like all those they're numbered zero through 21 and then the minor arcana is broke down into four suits 
There's 56 cards altogether. Um, there's four suits. There are 14 cards in each suit. Now, the first... I'm sorry. The cards 11 through 14 are considered the court cards, which we will get into and talk about. Now, the four suits for the tarot cards. Now, these can differ depending on what deck you have. For the uh, Wild Unknown, it is wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. But pentacles are also sometimes called coins. So, like, again, it just depends on what deck you have. Whether they're pentacles or coins or something else. I mean, you could have a wild deck and they're called stars or something else. I mean, but this all has the same point and same meaning. So, we're fine. So, the... Wands are ruled by fire. Actually, I want to reverse that just a hair bit. <laughs> no, I don't. I did not want to reverse that. We're going to get to court here in a second. So, the wands are ruled by fire. It's mostly about inspiration and creativity, um, your ambitions, goals, dreams. It kind of represents the beginning of a venture um, within your mind and spirit, though, because the wands suggest situations are more in your mind than they would be in your like physical stuff going on. So that's one thing to think about when you're learning these cards is remembering what each family represents. And then when you have a specific card of that family, like the five of wands per se, then you would go on to the full meaning of that part, which Fives are not really the best, but uh, the five ones, you know, scattered, lack of focus, kind of a loss situation, and that's kind of you got to tie it to your emotions because they all wands really tie with your emotion or with your um, with your mind and your senses and stuff like that. So the cups is ruled by fire, and it's the suit of emotion. Now, some people think that wands and cups are kind of interchangeable, and they kind of are in a way. The wands, like I said, are more about things going on solely in your mind, whereas cups are more about things in your heart. Um, again, this ruled by water. It talk. It deals more with like relationships and connections to others, um, loves, friendships, things like that. And again, it's kind of about things within your heart. Now, the swords family is ruled by air, and it is more about actions and things like that um, intellect conflict power changes in those situations those areas construction or constructive and destructive tendencies are all kind of laid out within the swords it's more about indicating turmoil or stress so if you're um going through and you have a reading that is mostly ruled by swords then it's kind of telling you there's a lot of kind of not so wonderful shit going on and you guys will find that over, as you do this you're going to have to learn if you're going to read for other people not sugarcoat shit as much and I know it sucks but if you get you know a really bad card up you kind of got to tell them you can't sugarcoat and be like oh no fuck it's okay you know all that bad shit it's, it's all good it's fine but you can put it into a sense that, hey, you know, you're going to have to get through this trial and tribulation before you can, you know, meet that goal or that success or whatever. So 
there are ways to make it not sound as horrible, but it's not fair to the person you're giving a reading to if you're just going to sugarcoat it and kind of lie to them. All right, and the last family is the pinnacles or coins or whatever your um, deck calls them. They're ruled by Earth. It's more about worldly, worldly possessions, money, your home, career, stuff like that. It deals a lot with generosity and greed, and it kind of focuses more on material things. Um, a lot of people, you know, if you have a uh, reading that's more pinnacle or coin dominated, then it's talking about more focus on your career and your financial situation and things of that nature. So, and you'll, you'll, you guys will get it as you get going. I'm going to give you some tips of how to start doing all that part. So I just want to get through like the basics first and then we'll get into all that. Now the court cards, I know I kind of went back and forth here, but the court cards. Now the original, the main normal, I guess you would say, four court cards in like uh, regular cards, you know, like the Jack, Queen, King, Ace, all that bullshit. But here, in most decks, it's the Page, the Knight, the Queen, and the King. In the Tamed, or I'm sorry, the, the Un, or Wild Unknown, Kim kind of refers to him as daughter, son, mother, and father. Because these are actually talking about people. The court cards are referring to people in your life. So, with that said, each one is obviously going to be different. And each family has different representations. Um, so, like, the Wands family are mostly vibrant, um, dangerous, you know, vibrant and well people. They're usually pretty dangerous enemies to have, to be honest. I mean, when it brings those kind of people up. So, um, I mean, they're well-loved, but it's kind of one of those, it's an amazing person, but you don't want them as an enemy because then you're kind of fucked. But that's more along the lines of that's what those kind of cards are going to talk about when it's a, a court card that is a wands. Like the father of wands or wands. I don't know why I keep saying wands. It sounds really fucked up. I think I've just said wands so many times. It's like when you say words so many times, it just sounds weird to you. But the wand family is more about, like I said, you know, vibrant, well-loved people, but they do make dangerous enemies. The Cups family is more artistic and open-minded. Um, they're quiet, dreamers, things like that. Swords are highly educated, uh, highly respective, but not really a warm kind of family. They're more like the person that would be someone that you respect, you have mad admiration for, but they're not someone that you could ever picture yourself kind of giving a hug to or anything, you know. And the pentacle or coin family, are they're, they're very grounded, they're deeply connected to nature and their home, and just kind of stand-up kind of people that are really spiritual in a way. And, and it'll all play out as you learn more about these. So I tell you about the family court cards because as we get learning the cards, it's going to be important to remember that and remember what these families tie into. Again, like I said, guys, there's a lot to learn when it comes to tarot. It's definitely nothing that could be taught like in an hour or anything like that. So don't get yourself overwhelmed. Just kind of, you know, take it a little bit of time. And this is definitely going to be a, a two-part episode, if not a three-part episode. So don't panic if when we're done here today, you're still like, um, help, <laughs> because you will be, I promise. 
it took me quite a long time to master tarot and still some days I you know have those moments where I'm like oh my god um what the hell did I just read you know what was that reading about but and I'll tell you more about that here in a minute but so we're learning the deck with any deck like seriously straight up anytime you get a tarot deck the most one of the most important things you could do is one card draw every day or whenever just to get to learn the card and doesn't even have to be um a question or anything just take it one at a time so so you wake up in the morning if you guys hear some noises in the background it's literally because i'm shuffling my tarot cards so i can do a card pull and and talk to you guys about it but anyway um literally start off with a one card pull and learn what that card means so i'm shuffling here i'm shuffling shuffling whatever speaking of shuffling there's really no specific way you have to shuffle uh this book actually gives directions on how to shuffle which i thought was really funny because it talks about you know uh it says the most common way to shuffle is a simple overhand method Hold the cards face down in your receptive hand. This means your non-dominant hand. For most people, it's the left. Use your dominant hand to move the cards as shown. Repeat your question out loud or internally as you shuffle. Stop when you sense you're finished. So you can kind of shuffle however you want. Um, everyone is going to do it different, but it's pretty much the basic, you know, way people shuffle like playing cards in a way. But do what feels right to you. If you feel like you need to do the bridge thing or... You need to cut it like 800 times or whatever you do what feels right with you but generally when i'm doing a reading i talk to my person that i'm doing the reading for as i'm shuffling the cards i will find out what their question is and make it get the the clarity of it i guess is the word i'm looking for so you want to make it as perfectly clear as you can the question so that way there's no um confusion as to what you're asking really so instead of saying, oh, you know, what's work going to be like? Okay, well, be a little more specific. You know, so you may ask them something like, okay, so how is this week at work going to be? Am I going to be overwhelmed? Things like that. And then clarify the question, get down to exactly what they're wanting to know. And you can do more generalized questions. Um, you just kind of don't want to make it too broad that it could be a more general reading that could go with anybody. So it needs to be a little more personalized. But as you're shuffling and you're getting their, their, their question clear and you're getting clarity as to what you're about to ask and get the answers to, you will feel when it's time to stop shuffling. And I know when someone first told me that, I was like, okay, I'm just supposed to sense it and feel it. But you will, trust me. You'll feel when it's time to stop shuffling. At that point, it's time to cut the deck. Now, there are so many ways for you to cut the deck. And I'm not going to tell you how to do it because there's literally like a million ways to cut a damn deck. I mean, there's probably not a million, but it's really up to you how you feel comfortable with. Some people will do the three piles and reorganize them and do all that stuff. I personally, myself, will just kind of cut it with the bottom card so I'm shuffling and I take the bottom card everything's still face down then I slide it somewhere in the deck where I feel like it should go take that top stack place it on the bottom and now the top card is my first card to go 
you can do it however you want. I'm not gonna tell you guys the best way to shuffle or not shuffle or whatever because it's completely 100,000% up to you with what you feel comfortable with and what you feel drawn to. So, once you've done that, if you're, we're just talking about one card pulls right now. So once you've done that, you've shuffled the deck, you've felt that feeling, you cut the deck, you're ready to go, you're gonna flip that card over. And we have the Six of Cups. So the Six of Cups, as we said, Cups is emotions and things like that. Excuse me, ruled by water, relationships and everything else. So in this book, you can open up, if you're using the, uh, the Wild Unknown deck, and to be honest, most decks you get is going to come with either a full book or it's going to come with a little pamphlet of information about the tarot deck and the cards. So the Six of Cups is memories and childhood and joy and things like that. And the little excerpt in this book says, A card of beautiful implications. The Six of Cups focuses on the magic of innocence of childhood. I'm sorry, magic and innocence of childhood. The roots of years past are alight with color and vibrancy. Look back upon them. Get lost in your own memories. Old friends may surface and seek you out. All reunions will be joyful. Enjoy simple pleasure and wonder in all areas of your life. The picture on the card is a Christmas tree. Well, it may not actually be a Christmas tree. It kind of looks like one to me, but it's more like a real tree. And then it shows the roots underground going down with different colors and things like that. And it's got six cups on it. Um, I am going to do a YouTube version of this so you guys can actually see uh, the cards. So parts, actually all parts of this will also be turned into a YouTube video. So I can kind of show you guys um, in person, I guess. I mean, as much as in person as we can get here what I'm doing and explain the cards that way. So you can watch that later. That one will be a lot more fun and a little less serious, but we're definitely going to do it anyway. But so you've pulled that card, you read the meaning, and now you're going to move on to a different card or whatever. Um, in all honesty, when you first start out, just try to learn the deck first uh, and take something from the picture on your card. Now, this has a tree. Like I said, it reminded me of Christmas. So I associate Christmas with being a child and good memories and joyous times and things like that. So that's how I remember what the Six of Cups card is. Now, if I go to a different deck and say I went to uh, my gypsy deck, it's definitely not going to have a tree on it with these, the same picture on it. So you have to not only remember what the picture is, but you have to remember the card number and card suit if you're going to use other decks also. Like I said, guys, this can get really overwhelming. I don't want anybody to get so stressed out that they're like, oh my God, I give up. Please don't do that. Please just start with one card pulls until you, you know, kind of get down and get mastered. And then you can move on to like a um, past, present, future spread, which is three cards. The first one is the past. The middle one is the future. The third one is, or I'm sorry, the middle one is present, and the third one is obviously the future. And can ask, you know, for, but be specific when you do that. Like, don't ask, hey, how's work? And it could be, you know, or how's my life going to be? And want to be fucking general or something huge like that. I mean, you can, but try to narrow it down when you're first starting out so you can get some more clarity. So you might say, um, 
okay, so what's this festival going to be like for me, you know, compared to everything else or whatever? Well, that's actually a really bad explanation. So, um, my career, what is happening with my career? That is pretty general. We could start out with that and here we go. So I'm going to do past, present, future of my career. My past is the ace of wands. My current is the three of cups. And my future is the moon. So you would look up what they all mean according to your question. The Ace of Wands, expansion, inspiration, all that. Just as I know, I did not shuffle this. So these cards are obviously not going to go with um, my question because I didn't shuffle it and get the feeling where to stop. It's literally just picked up the deck and went. So um, expansion, inspiration, all of that for the past and the three of cups goes to the present which is um, friendship and joy and stuff like that and then we have our first major arcana card that came up for my future which is the moon which is card number 18. so i'm going to give you her um reading of that card in here the moon it says vivid dreams and fears in many ways the moon card encompasses the idea of the wild unknown it is the shadow realm the place where dreams fears and mysteries mysteries are born much darkness can linger here and if you aren't careful this can lead to periods of anxiety and self-doubt almost as though you've lost your way in a house of mirrors many great artists have roamed the inner landscape it's where immigration and creativity drift freely upon the midnight air. So that would be what my future would be if I'm talking about career. If that was a question, I shuffled and everything right away. Which is kind of crazy because I actually just accepted my old position back as a uh, assistant store manager at our local Dollar General. I did not want to, but something kept drawing me back to that place. I don't know why. Um it's just crazy i've literally been drawn to go back there and i want it out of there so bad because i don't like working customer service because of being an empath it is incredibly hard to be around that many people all the time so that's kind of where that card came up but so those are the basics so um a little homework for you guys start off with just one card pulls get to know your deck uh really try to test yourself with it after you get going you know no matter what deck you have or what, you know, there's some kind of pamphlet or something that came with it. So start off by reading all the card meanings, excuse me, whether it's the book or whatever. There's just um, like for this one, there's literally like a small paragraph for each card. Read the meanings of those cards. Find something on the illustration that you can connect with that meaning and the cup or the card number and suit and try to kind of work on that memory part of it all. Don't try to memorize it all overnight because, like I said, it can be very fucking overwhelming and I don't want anybody to get stressed out. When you are practicing, do your one-card pulls. Try to be kind of clear with your question. Like, uh, here, we'll do a one-card pull. I just literally cut the deck. I'm babysitting my niece and nephew tonight. Will it be an easy time? And I have the four of cups so i'm assuming there's gonna be some little sneaky stuff going on maybe my little nephew might be a little little sly a little slick things like that 
that's what that's telling me. And he is. He's so funny because every time, I have to tell you guys this, so I always wear some kind of crystal or stone around my neck. Every day of my life, there is one around my neck. And I usually have it on a pretty long chain. Um, sometimes I have a short one on too, it just depends. But every time I go there, he takes my stone, pulls it up to his mouth, kisses it, and then puts it to my mouth for me to kiss. It's so funny. I don't. I didn't teach it to him. I don't know where he got it from, but every time I go there, Corbin takes my necklace and kisses it and has me kiss it too. It's so cute and funny. But anyway, that is um, the intro to Tarot for today. Also, we will talk about upside down cards as we get going. Um, I don't want to overwhelm anybody right now at that whole point because that is a whole nother thing to worry about. Also, if you are completely new to tarot and you get the death card, please, please, please do not freak out. In tarot, death does not actually mean death. It means the end of something. It means something happening or a time a period something is coming to an end something is done or something needs to be done death does not mean physical literal death so please don't panic when you see that card pop up so again uh, a little homework is to just start with one card pulls practice and then next week we will get into uh, more information about tarot and all that i will have a youtube video up It'll kind of be a little bit more fun video and not as serious because I really hope everybody kind of listens to this podcast episode before we get into the fun part, but I can kind of make it fun and serious at the same time, I'm pretty sure, but it'll be a lot different than this, so please tune into that as well. And just a little housekeeping before we end this episode today. So, the online coven is up. We have some of our council members up there. If I have spoke to you about being a council member and we have not got your information up there yet, it is not because I don't want you as a council member. It's just because I literally have not had a chance to do it. Um, things have been incredibly crazy around here. I really have a hectic life. It's kind of crazy, but I love it, so I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm still getting with it. If you are in the Facebook group and you have um, told me about it. I will be getting back with you hopefully this evening. If not, it will be tomorrow. There's, like I said, just so much shit going on. Don't forget if you're not in the group to check out the Basic Witch Facebook group. It's simply called the Basic Witch. It has the same cover photo as this podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore chick chick what? See, I, I literally, I cannot stop myself from doing that. I know how dumb it sounds, but I literally cannot stop myself. It's like a habit now. The online coven. I want to try, try, try so hard to have a Zoom meeting set up by the end of this month. I really want to do our first coven meeting. I know everybody has really been waiting for this to, to really take off. I've had... A lot of um, <laughs> issues pop up every time I try to work on the website. It's not that I don't know what I'm doing building what building a website. It's just I had to use a different developer um, and website builder this time than what I'm used to because it updated. And it's a little bit of a pain in my ass. So that is something I'm still working on. And the YouTube channel. If you have not heard, I have started a YouTube channel. It's called Cassie, K-A-S-S-I-E. The basic witch and for starters I'm really just kind of starting out with some of the older videos that, or older topics we've done 
and my unboxings and then of course you know this weekend i will have a, a intro to tarot video up there i'm going to try to kind of keep them on the same page uh, i want to try to link them up but i don't know how well it's going to go so don't forget to check out the other um, podcast and YouTube channel I do with my husband. It's called Well That's Creepy, where every week we talk about new creepy fucked up topics. Last week was fucked up crazy phobias. The week before was serial killers and stuff like that. So we have a lot of fun. Um, it's a YouTube channel and the podcast is literally just the audio extracted from that YouTube video. So um, again, it's a, it's a fucking blast. I have so much fun with it. And I really just love spending time with him and doing something fun together with him. So I think that's it. Um, oh, shirts. The clothing orders are coming out. If you still want one, you have to, have to, have to get the money to me by Monday in your order because they're closing it out and, and finishing it and being done with it all. And they are going to get rid of that pattern. So if you want a clothing order in, please, please, please let me know by the end of Sunday night because I have to have the last orders to them by Monday. Uh, also, you guys can always reach out to me. Like I said, I know this is an overwhelming topic. I don't want you to get a, you know panicked or freaked out. You can send me a message on the Facebook page, the group page. You can send me a message on Instagram. Again, the underscore basic underscore which underscore. I didn't do it that time. I'm so proud of myself. You can also uh, comment on the YouTube video or channel, Cassie the Basic Witch at, or yeah, Cassie the Basic Witch. And then finally, um, if you want, you can email me. It is thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. I think that's it. Uh, Christy, I'm going to get that book list out to you this afternoon. I literally had a super swamp morning, but I will get that out to you some point today. And, ooh. Last thing, I'm so sorry. I just keep dragging on. You guys are probably like, shut up, bitch. Oh my God, we want to go now. Some of you probably already hung up or like literally disconnected by now. But Maven is coming up and I will have a special episode up for Maven. Coming soon, details will be on the page, the Facebook group, the Instagram page, all of that. So look for all of that coming soon. Finally, that's it. I'm going to shut the fuck up so y'all can get on with your day and do what you got to do. If you're in Indiana... Central West Indiana, around the Attica, Wimsport, like all that area. If you're going to be in town this weekend, please come see me at Heritage Days at McDonald Park in Attica. I'll be there. All right, for real, I'm done now. I'm going to shut the fuck up. So, bless be witches, and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.